we, we share, we, we just look at something very quickly. We look at the culture of honor. The culture of honor. We, we said, if you, if you followed us now, we said, God's plan is that you are to be filled, right? And that you are in the plan, right? And man is in that plan, right? So you are in the plan, right? All right. So now, one of the ways that we might not be able to carry out God's plan for our lives or that we might not be able to walk, in, walk effectively with God's plan for our lives and is something that is lacking in the American system today is the culture of honor. Honor is a culture. So I call this a culture of honor. Honor is a culture. Let me speak out loudly so that you can hear me. I mean honor. You know, it just reminded me of one time when I went to Bini City uh, a couple of years ago. I think that was two years ago. And there was somebody that was being honor. <laughs> so honor is a culture. Honor means to regard something, to respect to adorn, to treat something, to not treat something as ordinary. I'll come again. Honor means to regard something, to respect something, to adore something, to not treat something as ordinary. I'll say it again. Honor means to regard something, to respect something, to adore something, to not treat something as ordinary. And every believer must have the culture of honor. We must have the culture of honor. We live in the United States of America today where it seems as though that's one of the last things standing. You see a guy walk up to somebody, somebody who is older than the person, and you just say, hey, hey, how? I said, hey, no. I was speaking to an older minister, and the older minister told me, said, I think it's, in the Amer it's an American preacher, I said, that many of the things we lose in our generation is because uh, there is lack of honor. And I believe it. He said, this generation that we live in it's a generation where people don't honor people. People don't respect people. We now live in a social media world where people, a lot of cyber bullies, cyber bullying now happens. Some people who cannot even face you in real life, they face you one-on-one. -on -one. They face you one-on-one. -on -one. They call it trolls. They want to troll you on Twitter. That's what they do. They say, we're trolling this person. They just pick on you and they just deal with you. You know? So we now live in that kind of world where things are getting bad and we are catching the ball quickly. No, you are a Christian. You can't catch that kind of ball. So this is the culture of honor. Honor means, I'll say it again, to regard something, to respect, to adore, not to treat as ordinary. So we must imbibe the culture of honor. It should be your regular habit to honor. Honor should be your habit. To respect people should be your habit. 
There's nothing wrong with greeting somebody well. What is hey? Can you greet? Some of you can't even greet your parents with hey. But because you now live in the world where your professor will say, call me by name. Do you now think everybody is like your professor? No. No. So, honor means to esteem things. To esteem things. To esteem people. Look at 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 12. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 12. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 12. It says, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 12. It says, And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. Look at it in verse 13. You see, and to esteem them highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among you. To anyone who is over you in the Lord, you respect highly. You treat those persons as sacred. You esteem them highly. Look at in Matthew 10. If you, if, you, if you read Matthew, Matthew chapter 10, let's go to Matthew 10. So those that are over you in the Lord, you respect them, you treat them as sacred, you esteem them. In Matthew 10 verse, look at in verse, um, let's, let's see from verse um, 11. It says, and whatsoever city or town ye shall enter, inquire who is worthy, and there abide till you go there. And when ye come into a house, salute it. Look at the verse 13, very key. It says, and if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you or hear your words, when ye depart out of that house, shake off your dust of your feet. That's for the preacher. So many of you, you despise preachers who God has called, who God has sent. Say, oh, what are these people saying? They are shutting things. Say, you, who you know, you are, you are struggling. You are joining people on, on Facebook, on, on social media to insult preachers. It's going to catch up with you. Whatsoever a man sows, he reaps. Don't speak against any man of God. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? Whether he's fake, he's not fake. Keep quiet. Don't join anybody. Don't join in star blog, shade room, to speak against any preacher. It is dishonorable. Now, we now live in social media world where you just take a post of a man of God and make it a, a meme. You make, you make a man of God is addressing his own congregation. You take an extract of the video and you turn it into something else and people are gloating over it and laughing over it. It's going to catch up with you. Don't join the bog of the world to do things like that. You must have an honor culture. Are you getting what I'm saying? Have an honor culture. Look at it in verse 40 to 42. Verse 40 to 42. 
He says, he that receiveth you, receiveth me. So that means if men receive you, remember what we are sharing about, that you are, you are in his plan, right? Right, guys? So if, if men receive you, who are they receiving? Look at verse 40. One, two, ready, go. So if they receive you, they receive who? They receive, no, verse 40. If they receive you, they receive who? They receive who sent you. They receive God, right? Are you seeing it? So now, that means if they reject you, they reject who? So are you seeing it now in God's plan? So that's the same thing with the preachers today. A man who stands to preach is God using the man to you, to, for you. You despise the person who is going to catch up with you. He's going to catch up with you. Look at it in verse 41. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. Look at it in verse 42. It says, And whosoever shall give to, give to drink unto one of those little ones a cup of cold water, only in the name of a disciple, I say unto you, he shall in no wise what, do what? You shall in no wise what? So I don't want you to leave this meeting now that you know God's plan, you know what God has called you to do, right? I don't want you to leave this meeting losing your reward with, with, with stupid actions. I don't want you to do that. So one of the ways people, people do that, people lose out from God's plan for their life, is lack of honor. Honor is to treat carefully, is to tread carefully. You treat something carefully, you tread carefully, you are cautious. Who are you honoring? That's the question. Some people, you don't even have anybody you honor in your life. You don't honor your parents, you don't honor anybody, and you just, you just want to be, I'm a man of my own, I'm a de- ah. <laughs> That's not how life is, you. you are too young to be a man of your own, no. There must be an authority over you. Who calls you to order? Who are you honoring? When you are honoring the person, you are not honoring the person, but you are indirectly honoring who sent the person. Are you seeing it? So when we honor preachers, we are honoring the God who sent the preacher. We don't speak bad against preachers. We live in that generation where people just speak bad against the preachers. You don't do such a thing. So, when you are honoring, you are honoring the person who sent them. And in that sense, they will have their reward. Their reward is like wages. That is, when somebody works for something and is paid, that's the reward. So, when the prophet steps to receive, when you receive the prophet and you receive the ministry of the prophet, you are part of it. So you are indirectly a part of the man who God has sent. Honor is such an important ingredient in the ministry of Jesus. Honor is so important. Look at Mark 6. Honor is so important. Honor is so important. Look at Mark 6. Let's, let's go there, everybody. Mark 6, verse 1. I'll read verse 1. You read verse 2. We'll do it like that. So we read to verse 5. Are you there? 
All right, Mark 6, verse 1, I'll start. It says, And when he came out from things, he came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. Look at verse 2. You know what they are doing? Uh, I know where I came from now. What's this? You know that, that feeling you do, that feeling of despite. Like, uh, where, where did he get the power from? Is it not for my backyard? Is it not in my roommate? Uh, I know you before. What's his age, safe? He did not even go to school. Is he not just a carpenter? That's what they were doing. Look at the investigation. He says, is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James? They gave him his history. Joseph, Judah, and Simon, are they not the sister here with us? And they were offended at him. They were offended. Look at in verse 4. Let's read it. Read verse 5 also. Look at in read verse 6 also. God came down as a man and they despised him. And what happened? He couldn't demonstrate the power of God much. A lot of us, the reason why we cannot receive from people is just because we don't honor. Some of you just say, ah, she be just Abraham. Is it not Abraham? Abraham Martins. What did he come from? Is it not he said that he's that big? Is it not a chassis fan? What's so special about him? That is exactly what they did to Jesus here. Not knowing that God is using him. Are you seeing it? That God is using him. So honor means, so, and they couldn't receive because they did not believe his ministry. Uh, See, what you don't honor, you cannot receive from. And you can never be blessed from it. What you don't honor, you can never receive from and you can never be blessed from it. If you don't honor ministry and say, if you don't honor even the preaching and teaching of, of the gospel, eh, you can never reach any soul. If you despise uh, all this preaching, all these things, don't, you can never, God can never use you. It's not possible. It's not possible. What you don't honor, you cannot attract. What you don't honor, you cannot receive from. And what you don't believe, you cannot receive from also. What you cannot receive from, it means you cannot honor. Honor means respect who the person is. You respect people. Don't join the bog of people to be saying, calling people. You can call your... See, listen. You can be distant by calling your boss... Ma, sir. I remember I had a boss. Uh, I, I worked in the health department one time, and I had a boss who I was in the lower cadre because I mean I was they they employed me as JJC. But you know what? Within just two months in the job, 
I, I was so I used to greet everybody, good morning, man. They corrected me several times. Stop saying ma, stop saying. I said, ah, that's how I was trained though. I cannot, I cannot stop it. I'm sorry. You are older than me. I mean, you are a ma to me. So do you know when the boss, when that my boss was resigning, she she wanted me to take the position. And I was a JJC two months into a government position. She said, because I trust him. The reason why I couldn't take the post was because I was also resigning too. <laughs> Honor. Hon See, be very distinct. Don't join the bog to do certain things. Hey, hey, what's, what's up? No. Honor means to respect who the person is. See the person in God's eyes. It could be your classmate. It could be that you are older than the person. But when God is using somebody, you honor. When you see the honor of God in someone's life, you honor, you respect. It has nothing to do with character default. No, it has nothing to do with character default. I will show you an example in the scripture. Eli was an example in the scripture. How many of you know the story of Eli in the scripture? How many of you know the story of Eli? Eli was a prophet of God. People could not, you know what happened in the scriptures? People could not, people were talking about his family all over social media. They were like, ah, that pastor in Israel that cannot keep his family. The children are doing so many bad things on the, on the, on the altar of God. Ophni and Phineas, they were just doing so many things in the, in, the, in the altar. He could not take his own children. He could, not mod, he could not take care of his children. You know, so many people were saying bad things about Eli. So many people. He was the trending preacher on social media in their days. But guess what? Hannah was in the temple, just like in a service like this. And you know what Eli did? Eli came to Hannah. Hannah was praying just like you. Shaba ba 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 ba. You know, you have friends like that who say, Why are you shouting? What is, what is making you shout? Better tell the person to carry his course and go. Why are you shouting? Why are you preaching it? That was the same thing Eli did to Hannah. Why are you shouting? Why are you? You're acting like a drunk person. But guess what Hannah did? Hannah said, do you know what she said? She said, your, your servant is not drunk in my Lord. Ah. You, and do you know what? That was the man who God used to bless her. Somebody who has been crying for a child, begging God for a child for years. Just that singular, your master, my Lord, your servant is not drunk. And then Eli spoke words to her life. And she conceived and gave birth to the prophet we are now reading today, Samuel. Honor always replicates things. See, you can sow seeds of honor and you can also sow seed of dishonor. Who would have thought that God will use Eli to bless Samuel, um, Anna? But you know today, you know she would have definitely heard what people in the social media are saying. Uh uh, that bad pastor. He did not take care of his own family. Do you know what she, do you know what now happened? 
Anna made sure that this child somewhere grew up also in that same Eli house. Guys, would you allow your own child go to that kind of person with all the report you've heard? And guess what? Eli was still the same person who trained Samuel. When Samuel heard God, he went to Eli. He said, Master, you are calling me. Eli was the one that now told him, no, this is how God calls people. Honor. But you know what? The mother sowed the seed of honor. Many of the attitude of many of you today, some of you are thinking, eh, I'm, I'm still young, I can let me enjoy life, let me do things. It's some of you, it's your children that will reap what you sowed. I pity some of you. Some of you, it's your future grandchildren. Some of you, maybe the reason your life is this way is what your own parents are sowed. These are deep truths I'm teaching you. These are things that people don't say. But we are still really young and it's better to get it right. Are you getting me? Are you getting me, guys? It's better to get it right now. Honor. Jesus, God, came down. They say, is he not? You don't understand. They say, is he not? Uh, is he not the carpenter child? Uh, that person that we, we, we tied his pampas. Uh, what's special about it? And Jesus marveled at their own belief. Anna behaved herself. Anna did not say, I said it. Anna did not go and say, I said it. What they are saying on social media is correct. You know, if she has said that, eh, she would not have given birth to anybody. Do you know? She would not have given birth to anybody. Do you know why there was one woman who was barren all throughout the scripture? Do you know the woman? David's wife, right? Micah. You know why? She mocked the king. Dishonor. She mocked who God put his hand on. She despised him. Said, uh, why is this one dancing like a madman? Why is he dancing? You are dancing naked in front of your king. And the Bible recorded that she is the only one in scripture who became barren. She never gave birth. Dishonor. Some of you, is your mouth that will kill you. What you are liking and posting on social media. Some people, they know their own destination. They, are, they want you to join them. You better be careful. You can't choose who to honor. You honor who God has chosen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Tell your neighbor, say, you can't choose who to honor. You honor who God has chosen. Numbers 12. The biggest story of time. The biggest test. Let's go to Numbers 12. Let's read what, what, what happened there. Numbers 12. I, had a, I have a teaching telling nothing, God. You should listen to it. Numbers 12. Look at something. Let's, 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 let's read it. I'll wait, I'll wait for you. Numbers 12. Are you there? I'll read verse 1, you read verse 2, we'll do things, we'll do it like that. Numbers 12, let's start from verse 1. And Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses. Now, who is Miriam? Miriam was Moses' sister, right? She was the one who hid Moses in the well in Exodus 2. Don't forget. 
So she was really holding, not older than Moses. And Miriam and Aaron spoke against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman he had married. For he married an Ethiopian woman in verse 2. And they said, Are the Lord not indeed only spoken by Moses? So they said, After so many, uh, as the Lord, is he only you that God is speaking to? What is it? Uh, is he only you? Has he not also spoken by us? Look at what happened. The Bible says, And the Lord heard it. Verse 3. Now, Moses was the very meek man about the surface of the earth, which was upon the face of the earth. Look at what happened in verse 4. And the Lord spake suddenly to Moses and to Aaron and to Miriam. He said, Come here, three of you, into the tabernacle of the congregation. And the three of them came out. Look at what happened in verse 5. And the Lord came down in the pillar of cloud and stood at the door of the tabernacle and called Aaron and Miriam. And the boat came forth. Look at verse 6. He says, Now the Lord said, Hear my word. If there be a prophet among you, I, the Lord, will make myself known unto him in a vision, and I will speak unto him in a dream. My servant Moses is not, is not so, who is faithful in all my saying. Verse 8. With him I speak mouth to mouth, even apparently not with dark species, and with similitude, and the Lord shall behold. Wherefore, they will wherefore not afraid. Look, look, at what, look at what God told them. This is God speaking. He said, were you not afraid? To speak against my servant Moses. This is God defending his man. Ah. Guys, I don't know. I don't know if you get it. God did not say, were you not afraid to speak against me? God said, were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? That's the question I even want to ask some of you today. Are you not afraid to speak against men of God? Are you not afraid to speak against your coordinator, your, your, your leader, you have the audacity to gossip and say, Abraham said it's too big. Are you not afraid? Are you not afraid? God told them, he said, ah, ah, are you, not? you don't understand. For God to come and tell a man and say, are you not afraid? That means some things are bigger than your mouth. Some things are bigger than your mouth. He says, are you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Look at verse 9. He says, and the anger of the Lord was kindled against them. And he departed. Look at what happened in verse 10. Let's, everybody, let's read together. <laughs> he stands judgment. Miriam, who, you know, Miriam is the, one of the first prophetess in the scripture. Dishonor dealed with her ministry. She became leprous. You know, later on, Moses was even trying to beg for them. Ah, Lord, pity them. This and that. The Lord said, No, let us remain leprous. Some people, they wait for their leaders to make mistakes before they talk. They say, eh, He has made mistake. I will talk now. She be pastor, I told you. Are you not afraid? Dishonor starts with your heart. How does dishonor start? It starts with your heart. And it is expressed. Dishonor starts with your heart. And it is expressed with your mouth. Dishonor starts with your heart. And it is expressed with your heart. So in your heart, you don't be feeling uncomfortable. Mm, mm, mm. Don't say it though. Quickly deal with your heart. 
Don't go and say to your words will catch up with you. Your words are powerful. The Bible made us to understand. It says your words has the power of life and death. Your words are really powerful. Just feeling. The son of start with the heart and is expressed. So you have to deal with it in the root. You have to deal with the son in the root. We have to honor who God has chosen. I don't know about you, but I know men who God has chosen, and I honor them. That's why some of you call you men or God. I know God has chosen to work with you. Yeah, and I know all of you under the sound of my voice. God wants to work with you. You know, we will see the glory of God much more if we can just honor one another. And not see one another in, ah, uh-uh, is it not this one? Where did this one come from? Are you getting what I'm saying? God chooses people. You have to honor who God has chosen. God chooses people. He chooses your disciples. He chooses your siblings. He chooses your friends. God chooses people around you. He chooses them. So and when the person is not in, because a lot of people, you know, it's easier. Some of you now, the reason why you are behaving, you are sleeping and everything. If Trump or if Biden was the one standing here, none of you would do so. You will be so carried. If Beyonce was the one started standing here, none of you will do. You'll be so carried away with, ah, ah, I'm really seeing Beyonce. Wow, wow. You will not do. But it's because it is one person that looks like his beard is like, his beard passes. <laughs> his face doesn't, he doesn't, I beg. It shows a problem in your heart. But if it was Beyonce who came here now standing and addressing you people, and she's walking with her majestic shoe and everything. All of you know, like, you just click like, eh? It's to show you the, 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 your heart. That person, is, she's not fulfilling God's plan. But look at so much respect and honor that all of, us, all of you give to her. How much more a man who is carrying out God's will? It just shows you the state of your heart. If whiskey comes inside here now, some of you will not even sit down. You'll be on your feet. Hey, you are taking notes. Whiskey is talking. They say it's fan love. It's fan love. Whiskey is my idol. An unbeliever. Your idol. God chooses your disciples. God chooses people around you. Because a lot of people, you like to wait for when people have some qualifications in the natural before you honor them. That's a bad habit. You see, um, so what, what is it? you size him up. You size the person up. Mm. His worth is no more than $10, Joe. You just look, just look up, look up. What card does he use? What phone does he use? Does he have money? Mm. A very bad habit. And we are so used to it in our generation today. We are so used to that in our generation today. And you despise certain things. So when your colleagues, classmates, are called to do ministry, when you see your friends doing the ministry of Jesus, 
When you see your friends doing, you see your, you see your friend, you both of you, you used to gist together, you see your friend just becoming serious. You see that, ah, that's God testing you. God wants you to honor that your friend. Honor. You know that that friend is not just a friend anymore. You have to see the person in God's eyes. I told you guys a story. I, I used to say this a lot. I said, one of the reasons I'm doing ministry today is because a friend of mine told me God wants to use me. He told me, ah, you only share now. And that was it. Imagine I heard him and I heard God. Imagine I dishonored him that day. I won't be here today. Maybe somebody else will be standing here today. Yeah, God, we always replace people. God replaces people. I just pray I'm not replaced. I don't know about you. God will not replace me in his plan. You don't know? God replaces people. You choose one. You are not ready. He dump you and go to the next person. Esau wasn't ready. He went to Jacob. If Jacob wasn't ready, he would raise another one. All the twelve. Look at the presence of all the children of Jacob. The last one was the only one willing. Reuben was like that. Look at David and his brother. Heliab, you say. He went, he's just pastoring a few sheep. Mm. Honor and dishonor. One of the ways a lot of people miss out from God's plan for their life is honor. Because they don't have a strong honor culture. They don't know how to respect people. They talk anyhow. They behave anyhow. They just look at uh, Honor. Sometimes, even in relationships, especially the husband and wife relationships, I'm teaching this because I know it, this, is, this is beyond you guys. You know, sometimes, even husband and wife, God has called the wife, God has called the husband, and the husband is like, what's going on? What's this? You know, you. You better honor. Some people, they cannot receive from their husband or their significant other just because they share a whole lot of intimacy together. That's the wrongest thing to do. Honor. God has chosen people to lead his people. And I told you, I said, God uses men, right? Men like you, right? Men who has their flaws like you, right? You know you are not perfect. You still lie, right? You still do all of those things. That is the same way God has chosen to use certain people. He has chosen to use men like you. And those men are not perfect. We just saw Heli, right? Heli wasn't perfect. He was the preacher that everybody was talking about on Insta blog or Shade Room. So you cannot claim to honor the person if the person is not less. Sometimes you just, you, you, you honor people because um, you see that you can benefit. Some people honor people because they, want, they, they can benefit something from them. Because they probably see that they have money or something. They, yeah. ah. That's bad. Honor goes to God. Honor goes to God. So when you are honoring people, you are indirectly honoring God. A lot of people are not growing spiritually today because of lack of honor. They don't honor God's word. They don't honor the preacher preaching the word. 
You know, God can use anything. He has used donkey before in the scriptures. He has used drunk Noah. You know, he used the backsliding Samson. He uses anyone. He, uses, he used Paul, Saul of Tarsus, on his road to Damascus. That's the man who God chose to use. But you know what the disciples did? They honored Paul. Peter had to write it in his book and say, our beloved brother Paul. Peter had to write it. They didn't see him as the person who used to be a killer before again. They chose to honor him. And most of them, their revelations changed because Paul came into the scene. But imagine they are still seeing him as the soul of Tarsus. So a lot of people are not growing spiritually today because of honor. Some of the reasons why a lot of you are not going spiritually today is because of honor. So we are going to do an honor check. As I begin to round up very quickly, I just, I just thought to share this with you because we, we, we live in that world where a lot of people, you disrespect things, you are very rude, you have a rude attitude. You are so disrespectful. You can speak to anybody at any hour. Say, I don't care. I don't care. You don't give a half. You don't give a... Ah, ah. I say Christian. Christian. Christiani. Ah. It's not good though. It will catch up with you. The Bible says, whatsoever a man sows, he reaps. So, I'm teaching you this. Don't turn a deaf ear to what I'm saying. I beg you. I can neither and beg you. This is a matter of your life. We've not collected, we've not collected offering in this conference. No, so it's not as if you are giving us offering. Abby, are you getting what I'm saying? I'm just trying to teach you so that your life can be better. Honor. See, don't speak to anybody anyhow. Sir, ma, brother, sister, let it not be found. From, let it always be found in your lips. Greet people where. Treat people right. Hold people with respect. They can be your friends. They can even be your age mate. They can even be your younger one. The fact that God is using them, treat them rightly. Treat them with respect. Honor. You can miss a lot in God's plan if you are in dishonor. I beg you. You must have the culture of honor. When you see a man who God is using, you must honor them. Honor is faith in action. It is either you are disrespectful to who God has chosen or you are just an hypocrite. Honor means you want to receive from their ministry. You know, tonight we're going to be having believers meeting and all of those things. How about seeing those around you with honor? How about seeing everybody in this place with honor? You are not despising anyone. You are not looking down on anyone. I don't look down on people. I, I've seen people turn from nobody to anybody in this, in this short life that I've lived. Yeah? I fear God. The way God changes and, and does his own thing, eh? Ah. Mm. Colossians 3, verse 23. 
Colossians 3.23. Who is there? Colossians 3 verse 23. Let's read it all together. Who is there? Colossians 3 verse 23. Everybody, let's go. Want to already go? Colossians 3. Colossians 3. Whatsoever you do, do it earthly as unto the Lord and not unto what? Look at verse 24. Let's read it together. See the word of your inheritance and ye shall. So you are not doing it to anybody. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Honor means you want to receive from their ministry. Honor means you treat as sacred. How do you treat your pastors? How do you treat your parents? You must treat people specially. You must treat the man who God has placed over your life specially. You treat them above. You treat them specially. You treat them specially. You must revile, you know? So what are the things to honor? What are the things to treat specially? What are the things to honor? Number one, treat the house of God sacred. Treat church meetings sacred. Treat this gathering as sacred. You know if you are in an interview, you are not going to sleep. Hope you know. You're not going to, imagine you are, it's your turn and you're already dozing. And you know that camera is watching you. You know you are not going to sleep in an interview. You are, you're high, no matter where the sleep will come from. And they tell you that this interview, if you get this job, is $100 million. Now think about it. Even if you did not sleep overnight, your eyes will be, your eyes will be red. You know, the way you will be looking at and waiting for your turn. Treat the house of God special. We are the house of God. Hallelujah. Treat church meetings as special. Treat church meetings as special. God has ordained that people should gather together. Look at in 1 Timothy. Look, go to 1 Timothy. I want to show you something there. 1 Timothy 3. 1 Timothy 3. It's not as if you are in the church and you are pressing phone. You know that when you are in the White House, you can't do that. They will have collected your phone at the gate. Because you can't be standing beside the President of the United States and be pressing phone. But because it is God, you don't, you're, you're just texting. Some people say they want to use phone Bible just so that they will steal switch and swipe to another location. Look at 1 Timothy 3, verse 15. What did he say? Let's read it together, everybody. I'll wait for you. Ah, do you want to stand up? Let's read 1 Timothy 3. So there is a way to behave yourself in the house of God. The Bible said it. I did not say it. He says that you know how to behave yourself in the house of God. So there is a white way to behave in the house of God. In the house of God. Now imagine, if God was to be the one standing in front of you, would you have been sleeping? Huh? Would you? No, imagine it was God standing here, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And you knew it was Jesus. 
what would you have done? No, tell me, what, what would be your response? No, think about it. If Jesus was the one on this puppy right now. No, tell me, tell me, guys. I mean, God who created the entire head, he came down physically and just decided to hold service with us. <laughs> Everybody will be on your knees, right? Everybody bow your faces. You just be ready to receive, right? You'll be in awe. Nobody, the sleep will not come, right? You can't even dare it. It's because you don't honor the house of God. Your church says they meet 11 o'clock. Is that 11 o'clock you know you want to turn around? And rule. I say, ah, this sleep is sweet. <laughs> Imagine Jesus was the one holding the service that day. Jesus is here. You are now pressing and say, ah, ah, how far now? I did. You see this call? In church. You don't pick your phones here and be going around. No, you switch it off. We are here for serious business. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's a way to behave. There are things to honor. Number one, I said number one, you honor the house of God. You honor the house of God. You honor the house of God. You don't do whatever you like here. You follow orders. We say fake note, you take note. You open your Bibles, you look at the scriptures. There's a way to behave. Matthew 18, verse 20. It says, For when two or three are gathered in my name. Look at it, Matthew 18, verse 20, everybody. For when two or three are gathered in my name. Matthew 18, verse 20. I'll wait for everybody. Matthew 18, verse 20. One, two, ready, go. Let's go read it. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for everybody to, I'll give you a second. Is everybody there now? Everybody? Everybody? All right, look at it. Is this what? One, two, ready, go. You get in my name. So can we say God is here now? Because we are gathered in his name. We are not gathered in the name of entertainment, right? So imagine now God is walking around and looking at your behavior. Is the way now let's do a judge. Be a judge now to yourself. The way you are behaving now, acting in church service, doing everything. Now, do you think God is happy with what you are doing? That's the question you must always ask yourself in service. Because you have just seen it here. Say when two or three people are gathered, where is he? So he's walking around here now, right now. He's walking around. He's looking at you and, and shaking his head. Some of you is looking at you and say, Good job. Honor for the house of God. You don't behave anyhow. You follow others. When they say stand, you stand. When they say sit, you sit. When they say open scripture, you open. When they say take this, you do this. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because there is order in the house of God. Paul wrote to Timothy, he says, there you know how to behave in the house of God. So number one thing we treat, we treat the house of God with what? With honor. 
So in this house, God is here. We don't behave anyhow here. Are you getting what I'm saying? You don't talk any, you don't talk rudely to anybody. You don't look at anybody in church and say, this person, this person is not up to my standard. What, what standard do you have? What stupid standard? Are you getting what I'm saying? You don't do such a thing in the church. Like I said, do you know, to be sincere, be honest with yourself, if it was Beyonce or Biden that was here, because you know that you will get an opportunity. Many of you will behave yourself, right? That's to show you your heart. Number two thing, we honor the word of God. We take the word of God as sacred. We take it sacred. We take it special. We treat the word of God as special. This is the word of God. This is God's word. That's why we take teaching meetings seriously. We honor the word of God. That's number two. We honor the word of God. Number three, you honor your parents. Ephesians 6. I mean, you can disagree, but disagree respectfully. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Honor your parents. It's okay to disagree. It's normal. It's normal to have thoughts here and there, but honor them. Greet them. Good morning, sir. Good morning, dad. Good morning, daddy. Their birthday, carry them on your head. Buy gifts for them. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Honor them. You can decide. Some of them might not be happy that you are serving Jesus and it's okay. You can disagree respectfully, but in Ephesians 6, the Bible made us to understand in Ephesians 6 verse 1, it says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Look at what it now says in verse 2. Honor thy father and the mother. Look at what it now says. It says, this is the first commandment with a promise. That means other commandments do not have promise. So, so honor has a promise. It says, so that it will be well with thee, and thou mayest live long. Now, you can choose your parents. I mean, you didn't choose your parents. God chose your parents for you. So honor them. Are you getting me? You know, I told you, you don't choose who to honor. Right? Honor them. You can disagree with them respectfully. Ah, me, bag. I don't I'm not agree. It's okay. But don't lose your honor for your parents. Are you getting me? Honor ministers. So that's number what? Number four now, honor ministers everywhere. Don't say it's only my pastor I'm honoring. No, that's hypocritical honor. Honor ministers everywhere. Don't speak against any man or God. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Don't speak against any man or God. Yeah, this one is fake. This one is this. No, speak against any man or God. Honor everybody. If you disagree with whatever they say, just disagree and go. You don't have to comment. You don't have to like. You don't have to retweet. You know, many years, some years ago, sorry to bring this story, there was a Nigerian preacher who everybody was bashing and saying, he's a rapist, he's a rapist, he's a this, he's a that. Do you know that the man's ministry has grown rapidly since that time? Do you know? They've been opening several, I've been watching the ministry. They've been opening several branches. Last week, they just opened another one in Manchester in, in, in the UK. Their ministry is growing rapidly. Because, see, eh, I was telling my friends, I said, 
I'm so happy for this man. At that time, I was, that time I was telling one of my friends, I'm so happy for this man. I said, because his ministry is about to blow. Because that's how it happens. When it's as though the world wants to deal with you, God will just rise up for the man who has chosen. Could he have done wrong? It's not your business. Moses said, God told those people, are you not afraid to speak against my servant? Some of you, I'm sure you too, you retweeted it, you reposted it. It will catch up with you. Wallahi. If you don't repent. Ah. Those times, me, I just rallied social media. Ah. Me, I just started praying. I remember my pastor told me something. I will never forget what he told me. I was in his office that day. He said, we did a VG for the pastor. Eh? He said, ah, yeah. He said, I call, he said, the man knows I don't believe what he preaches. He said, he knows. He said, I know. He said the man knows me very well. He said, he knows that I don't believe. He knows that we, we have oppositions. Our ministries are different. He said, but when I saw that issue, he said, we had a 12 hours VG here for him. This time I opened my mouth. That thing changed my life forever. I said, he said, yeah. He said, we were praying for him. He said, I told somebody to tell him that we are praying for him, that we believe in his ministry, that God will make him stand. I said, wow. You don't speak against a preacher. Whether he's wrong, let God deal with him himself. His ministry, I, I look at the ministry today and I'm laughing at those of the, all the preachers that were there mocking him, doing all of those things. Their own ministry has not even skyrocketed. There's one preacher on Facebook. He's just everywhere, talking about every preacher, talking about everything. He doesn't even have up to five or ten stable members. I just look at the preacher online and say, ah. And the funniest thing is, that was not how his ministry was before. His ministry, he had crowd. I said, I told, I told my friend, I said, he used, it's, it's his own mouth that he used to deal himself. And he's still not ready to repent. It will catch up with you. Honor, dishonor. Ah. That is God's tool. Oh. That's how God uses men. Oh. Are you hearing me? I don't want you to miss out from God's plan for your life. So you must honor. Are you getting me? Treat people well. So I told you, this is the number what? Fourth thing. Honor ministers everywhere. Don't just say your pastor only. Everybody. As far as he's a preacher. Eh? Well done, sir. Are you getting me? Are you getting me? Honor every preacher. Every. Every pastor. Most importantly, another one, number what now is this? We want to talk about number five, have we? Yeah. All right. Number five now, honor the things of the Spirit. Honor the things of the Spirit. First Thessalonians 5 verse 17. First Thessalonians 5 verse 17. Let's look at it. First Thessalonians 5 verse 17. It says, pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God for in Christ Jesus for you. 19, it now says, quench not the spirit. 20, it now says, despise not what? Prophesize. Hold fast to that which is good. Don't despise prophecies. Honest the things of the spirit. Honor tongues. The things of the spirit is tongues. We pray in tongues. Oh no, you don't just say, we are just shalabala, we are just kabashi. We are just, they don't say stupid things like that. Honor the things of the spirit. 
honor meetings, when we hold hands and we are giving, honor it. That is how God is, God is using a man to talk to you about his plan and purpose. Honor the things of the Spirit. Honor leaders also. Honor leaders. Don't go and be those kind of people speaking everything against government. All of those, the government is bad. The president is this. Honor leaders. First Peter 2, First Peter 2, 17. I know these are the ones that people, this, this part is where people don't like. They want, we shall know which leader. First Peter 2, verse 17. First Peter 2, 17. Look at what Paul said. Let's read it together. First Peter 2, verse 17. Read it. I want you to read it for yourself. Mention your name and say, I, I do what? No, no uh, do you want to stand up? All right. One, two, ready, go. Oh, no, man. Look at what this, read on the next one. And do what? Honor the king. Honor the king. Honor leaders. Joe Biden is our president. Speak well of your president. It's so wicked, it's so bad, it's so this, it's so, we know. That's why your life has not moved forward. Honor leaders. First Corinthians, Romans 13 verse 1. Romans 13, verse 1. So you must have a culture of honor, right? I don't want us as a church to not be honorable. Romans 13, verse 1. It says, let every soul be subject to the what? So higher powers can mean your school authorities, right? Right? Government officials, right? Church leaders, right? For there is no power but of God, but the powers that are ordained of God. Heart 23.5. I need to see what the scripture is saying. Heart 23.5. Heart 23 verse 5. It says, And then said Paul, I wish not, brethren, that he was an high priest. For it is written, Thou shalt not do what? Should not speak of the what? That's it. So stop complaining. Complainers don't go anywhere. Their life never move forward. They will just sit there in one place and just be gumbling. Others are moving forward. You, you are there sitting there and saying it's their fault. It's their fault. They are always finding fault in every other person but themselves. Don't be a complainer. This is what the Bible is saying to us. Honor men. You know what happened with the centurion servant in, in, in Matthew 8? He said, no. He said, just speak your word. He said, for I am a servant. I am a leader. I know how to speak to people to go and you go. And Jesus said, he has ne never found such a great faith in Israel because of the honor of that centurion servant. He just, just speak it here. The person will be healed from home. From a distance. So Jesus just said, you are healed. And the person received it because of honor. Decipheronisha woman in Matthew 14. Jesus even said, Go, go, go. She, she, she said, Ah, Master, even, ah, even, can I just take the crumbs? Just the, the crumbs, you know? And Jesus said, Wow. The faith of the woman made her eat. The woman needed eating. So honor means to respect. Are you getting what I'm saying? 
and you respect from your heart. You don't do it hypocritically. You respect from your heart. When you are alone, how do you view people? When you are alone, you are just thinking of a person and you are just thinking, oh, shisha, rubbish, idiot. But when you now come, you say, hi, uh-uh, that's hypocrite. You are an hypocrite, hypocrite, hypocrite. You know there's hypocrite and hypocrite. <laughs> that's how my pastor said this. There's hypocrite and hypocrite. Honor means to respect from your heart. How do you view people? Honor means you are accountable to the person. You are accountable. You, 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 you share things with the person. You let the person know that. Uh, me as I'm standing here, I'm accountable to somebody. Somebody, my pastor knows I'm holding a meeting today. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not an island of myself. Are you getting what I'm saying? He knows. He's aware of my meeting. He's aware that I'm teaching now. I'm very accountable. All my life, all my life um, journeys, I'm accountable. That's honor. It's because I trust his judgment. If he says don't do it, I can't try it. If he says do it, yes. Are you getting what I'm saying? Before this meeting, I first asked him, is he, is he right to hold it? He said, yeah, sure, go ahead. If he said no, we'll cancel everything and return. We'll tell you don't come again. That, ah, what's my own? I honor him. Honor. You must learn to honor. Honor means you are accountable. It means you are going to defer to somebody. But when you are in dishonor, you will be in strife. You'll just be having issues with you. You'll just be fighting everybody. People are fighting you. You two are fighting people. You're just... When you're in dishonor, you see people as competition. People who should bless you, you will see them as competitions. You see, if he can do it, I will do my own. And what preaching is it? I will preach. You will not have opinions. You see, Pastor, you were wrong, Joe. You will not be keeping malice. You will not be speaking evil about people. Don't speak evil about anyone. Are you getting what I'm saying? Speak evil about people. Honor we. Dishonor will bring offense. Offense will bring dishonor. When the leader does something and you don't like, deal with it before you get cancerous, before it becomes a cancer to you. Deal with it. Don't share it. Don't go and share it. You know, the way that pastor is just behaving. Ah. Deal with it. Kill it. See, do you know what I'm teaching you now? I am teaching you what will make you last long in the ministry of Jesus. Go and check it. Men who started and filled on the wayside, this is the reason why. This is the reason why a lot of people cannot do more than six months in ministry. This is why some people just teach and after a while just, they just fall down. Dishonor. They've used their mouth to say stupid things. You have, how do you talk about your fellowship meeting? And it's just that small fellowship we are going. ha uh-uh. How do you talk about it? Hey, it's, that's useless, bro. bro. <laughs> that's useless Chelsea fan. I'm just joking. <laughs> that is going to teach. How do, you th- how do you see those things? That's how you, you can never be blessed from what you have already spoken like that. Though. Do you know? You can never be blessed like that. 
they ask you where are you going? Is that that first one fellowship we attend on Sunday? It's just a small, it's just small. You know, you're not even proud of what you. You're not even proud of your meeting place. You're not ha ha. You cannot last. Though. It's not possible. You are going to backslide. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. That's the truth. That's why it's as though some of you will be on fire like this. You do use your words. Go and trace it. It's your words. It's what you have said. It will catch up with you. Words catch up with people. How do you take your church meeting times? Do, are you see? Hey, what is the level? Hey, you are already preparing. It's a 12 p.m. service. Oh yeah, the level. You are already ready. You have already set. You are sitting and you are praying. You know. That's honor. You are ready to receive honor. If you are going to last long in ministry, honor is the watchword. If you don't want to backslide tomorrow, are you hearing me? Honor. Honor the man who is leading you. Honor the person who God has put over you. Honor your friends. Honor your family. Honor. Just listen to what I said over and over and again. You're going to last long in ministry. So watch what you say. You know where you, you are going to. You know God's plan for your own life. Abi, you, Abi, you don't know again. You know, right? You know, right? Honor should be a culture. So this is a culture of honor. It should be a way of your life. So you must be careful. Because people in this world now, we no longer hold things sacred anymore. We just take things anyhow. We don't hold things sacred anymore. So you must be careful. Hold your meetings as sacred. Don't fix. Is you know that this is your church meeting time. That is when you now fix something. You now fi- you already know that this is the time for your church. You now got a job, and the job you saw it. You saw it when they were doing orientation. They told you. They repeated it over again. He said yes, and your heart. Your heart was pricking you, but you say yes. Yeah, I mean yes. I can work that time. I'm available. Ah 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 ah. You cannot last long. It's not possible. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you are making this, you are, you are having a dishonorable attitude. When you come to church, put your phone off. Don't start checking your phone and be checking what is not lost. What, that, is a, that is an irreverence. That's a dishonorable attitude. That's disrespect. If you are going to grow and be useful in the work of ministry, you must have a culture of what? Honor. Honor the members of the body of Christ. You treat, some of you treat an unbeliever. Way you honor even an unbeliever more than you honor a believer. Some of you, the way you honor Beyonce, eh? you honor your celebrity. You'll be thinking, ah, ah, maybe they are the second God. But your own pastor, mm. your church leader, mm. your supernatural friend, mm. the person that gave you all trans, that did not allow you to have accident on the road, that did, that told you, I just sense you should not go out today. Mm. Oh no. Develop that culture now. Don't allow the spirit of America to enter you. Don't begin to say, hey, hi. Uh, no, greet people where we call say good morning, ma. Good morning, sir. It, will, it does not take your age from you. Are you getting me? It does not take away your age. It does not take away your, 
your, your, it does not take away your money. Honor people. Develop that culture. Don't treat an unbeliever more than the way you treat a believer. An unbeliever is called the temple of idol. You are treating the devil more than you treat Jesus. <laughs> That's what some people do. Abi, let me show you so that you. I've been saying this text a whole lot, so you not think I'm. I'm just quoting anything. Look at First Corinthians six. So you don't just think I'm. I'm just saying. I'm just chatting shit. You know, we just say that person is just chatting shit, just saying whatever he wants. Yeah. Look at First Corinthians. Uh, Oh, I'm looking for it now. First mm. Corinthians. I know it's in six or seven or eight. Either of the two. Mm. Who found it? Hmm? Um, the unbeliever is the depot of idol. Know why you said something? Okay, I think I found it. Uh, no, I did not find it. <laughs> uh, pray for me. These are things I know before. Um, am I backsliding? Let's go and just see where's what. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16. Uh uh, Kurude, the man of God. Let me see. Oh, it's also the, I mean, 1 Corinthians 6, verse what? 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16 says, Know ye not the temple of God and the Spirit of God dwell to you. If any man defy not the temple of God, he shall destroy. For ye are the temple of God, which are holy. There's another one where it says you are the temple of idol. Where is it? Men of God. Preachers of the gospel. Okay, we'll find it later, right? I think it's the first Corinthians eight, but we'll find it later. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you before before we leave this meeting. So there are two scriptures now we are looking for. Okay, we we'll figured out that one. I think we figured out that one, right? Uh, so okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll figure out this one. All right. Eh? 8.4. So as touching, therefore, eating those things that are so offered is sacred. No, that's not it. We should know that there's an idol, that an idol is nothing in this world, and there's no other. Uh, no, that's not what I'm looking for. We'll find it, don't worry. I will find it and let you know. It probably is in. I shall know it, 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 it will likely be in chapter 6, 7, 8, 9. It will be in one of those ones. And. Uh, yeah, so let's we'll, we'll look for it. So, um, so develop that culture of honor, right? Are you getting what I'm saying? Develop the culture of honor. Live a life of respect. Are you getting me? Respect people. Are you getting me? Don't use your words carelessly. Are you getting me? Watch what you say. 
Don't despise things with your word. Don't get angry and say anything. Don't joke anyhow with sacred things. Are you getting me? So what are the things to honor? The house of God, right? Which other one? The word of God, right? Your parents, all right? Spirit, all right? Honor leaders, all right. So I, I, I thought to share this with you, but, I, but I, I, it's supposed to be a separate message, but I'll put it in this one so that we'll just round up and just leave. And it is, you know, look at Psalm 92 verse 10. Psalm 92 verse 10. How can you, you know, it's possible for you to stay fresh always. Where it's as though you cannot miss it, right? It's possible. It's possible to stay fresh and be on fire every day. He says, But my horn shall die as not like the horn of a unicorn, and shall be anointed with fresh oil. And oil in the Old Testament is used for consecration. And the Bible here is saying that thou will be anointed with fresh oil. So that means you renew your consecration. You must, to renew your consecration, you must always have a fresh oil. Now, a lot of people get tired spiritually. How I many of you are in that state? Sometimes you just get tired spiritually. Now, see, and that's, why that happens is because there is no fresh oil. So how can you stay fresh and inspired all the time? How can you? So how can you that every day you are burning for Jesus? Do you know it's possible? I can tell you because I, it's, for that, it's like that for my life. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? How can you stay fresh and inspired all the time? This is a very important thing. I'm keeping it in this message because I want this session or this message to be about how you will not miss God's plan for your life. Does that make sense? If not, I will have just extracted it and shared this. But I want, to sh- I want to deliberately keep it with a culture of honor so that when you listen to a culture of honor, you know that this is a very vital aspect and you also know that you can stay fresh always. Are you getting me? So how can you stay fresh and inspired all the time? Just some tips. I'll just share some tips and we'll just round off in this section and we'll do other things. Number one, regularly meditate on the word of God. See, the Bible says in Joshua 1 verse 8, it says, um, this book of the law shall not depart out of the mouth, but thou shalt meditate on the word of God day and night. I have a teaching called stability in devotion. You should listen to it or follow the word witness, something like that. I thought I, I explained to you how you can meditate on God's word, renew your mind with the word. A whole lot. That's number one way to stay fresh and inspired all the time. Where it's as though you can never be spiritually tired. Meditate on, be thinking the word, speak the word out too. How about speaking to yourself every day? You know? You know you can't do that. Speak to yourself every day and say, I am a day. I'm never burning out. I can never backslide. I'm never going to, I'm always on fire for Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because meditation allows you to practice God's word. You are always thinking about the word. Are you getting me? Meditation allows you to practice God's word and you're always thinking about the word. So that's number one way. Number two, pray always. Make it a constant habit to pray always. All of you in our local church, you know that 
we have a constant attitude of praying always. So that's one of the reasons we do that. You must pray at least, what, one hour every day. It is, it is a must. So you cannot say you want to burn out. Where, where do you want, where? How? You are not thinking of burning out because you are praying every day. Are you seeing it? That, that's, that is one of the reasons that is in check for you. We pray one hour every day. So you pray always. Look at in verse 1. It says, men always ought to pray and not to faint. Not to faint there means not to turn out badly. Prayer is always. First, Corinthians, First Thessalonians 5 verse 17, pray without ceasing. Ephesians 6 18, praying always without prayers and supplications with the Spirit. Colossians 4 verse 2, continue in prayer. So there is instruction to pray. Luke 11 verse 1 it says, and Jesus taught his disciples to pray. There is, an, there is a constancy in prayer. Romans 7 verse 12, be instant in prayer. So there is, so are you seeing that there is a constancy that prayer does to our life? So number one, I said, regularly meditate on the word, right? Number two, always pray. Pray always. Do it all the time. That's number two. Number three, fellowship with people. Stay around the right company of people. The Bible made us to understand. It says evil communications. I think that's in 1 Corinthians. It says evil communications does what? It corrupts good manners. If you stay with the right people, with the right company, you can never turn out bad. It's not possible. See, man is a product of influence. We are all in, the way you speak today, the way you write today, the way you talk today, the way you even dress today, you copied it from somebody. And that is how life is. Stay with the right influence. Stay with the right kind of people. You will never, see, even me, I stay with the right kind of people. The very minute I start talking with strange people so long, ah, I quickly tell myself, oh, I snap out of it sharp. Because I know where I'm going. Are you getting me? I know I have God's plan to fulfill on it. You have God's plan to fulfill on it. You have God's purpose to carry out on it. So stay with the right company. Evil communications corrupt good manners. So that will mean good communication will corrupt right manners. Abby, that is it. So if you have godly company, it will inspire you. So you need the right people around your life. I think one of the major instructions we are receiving in this meeting, I don't know if you notice this, as though we should change our friends. I don't know if you are seeing it. Probably some of you have strange people around you. And I tell you by the Spirit of God, some of you, it will look as though the connection will die by the time you leave this meeting. Don't go and reawaken it to and say, can we, it seems as though something is going wrong with us. Though you should just know you have heard God. God is just the one trying to help you. Don't go and reawaken Just say, ah, okay, bye-bye. Stay with the right kind of people. That way you can never, while lie, you can never turn out bad if you stay with the right people. Is the wrong company that leads people to the wrong place. You know, I thought of something. I say, the blind leading the blind. They don't know where they are going. You are following them. You, you know where you are going. At least by the reason of this meeting, you already know where you are going. Are you getting me? You know where you are going. You know where you are going. Stay with the right kind of people. Because our minds have been targeted by the world. The world means the whole space. TikTok, everything is targeting it. 
But if we stay with the right kind of people who always inspire us, who always say, ah, let's go and pray. Let's go. I have a friend. If the guy call me like this, I'm scared. The next thing is, man of God. I, I, there was one of my friends. She just called me one Sunday evening. I said, ah. I just saw the call. She just said, emoji. Thank God you pick. Let's pray. I said, I couldn't say, ah, I just finished service. I couldn't say it. She just said, emoji, let's pray. Almost one hour, we're still going. I first started very grudgingly. After a while, I was even the one catching body. I said, let's continue. Ah, let's go. Because that's the right friend. That's the right kind of friend I need. I have friends telling me, man of God, you know this meeting we are preparing for because we have one meeting we are preparing for now very soon. Say, you know this meeting we are preparing for? This and that. He said, God will supply things for you. You have to come. You have to. I said, I will come. Stay with the right kind of people. I remember I was talking to a pastor friend. She was telling me, she said, if I did not see you in this meeting, then something is wrong with you. He said, why would you say you will not travel down? I said, ah, I cannot say it too. Stay with the right kind of people. That will, that will, that, that will, that will, that will brace you up. You will never turn out bad. Our minds are target. So preload your mind with the word. You know, in our local church, we have a culture of you must feed on the word regularly. Are you getting it? You know why we do things like that? Do you know why we do it? It's so that you don't turn out bad. It's not as if we are trying to, we are trying to uh, teleguide you or something. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's so that you don't turn out badly. It's so that we don't find you wanting and missing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Preload your mind with the word. Engage your mind as you are driving, hear the word. As you, are, as, you are, as you are just on your own, put a earpiece. Just be feeding your mind on the word. Feed your mind. Engage it. Don't say the message is too long. Just be hearing it like that. Are you getting what I'm saying? See, let me tell you, eh? there was a time in my life. Eh? I thank God for the kind of mother I had. My mother did not allow us to watch movies when we were younger. So he, helped, he, he built a culture with me. So in fact, if I'm watching movies for too long, I feel guilty. I, 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 that, that's just me personally. But you know what? There was a season in my life where I did not even watch movies. I, all I was just doing was studying. I wake up in the morning, I'm just studying. I wake up in the afternoon, I'm just studying. That's why if you hear me saying Greek Hebrew today, it's not, it's not a today's thing. Ask, my, ask the people in my house. As I just come, I just carry remote. The next is we are hearing the word every morning. For morning, we sleep over the message is still playing. We wake up and we continue again. Just hearing the word. Just hearing the word. Do you know what he's doing? He's, giving, he's building a capacity. The Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the battle. So you, as a believer, our life is dependent on the word of God that we feed on. So if you are not feeding regularly on the word, you are going to turn out badly. You are not hearing message. All you are hearing, so imagine, you wake up in the morning, all you are hearing is Facebook, Twitter, memes, WhatsApp post. Um, TikTok, no time for the word. You do that day one, you do that day two, you do that day three. <laughs> Wallahi. You are about to backslide. It's not just backslide, you are about to backflip. Are you hearing what I'm saying? That is how it works. See, feed your mind. Let people know that, ah, she's hearing the word. They just see the earpiece, is the word. Is the word. Is the word. Am I saying you should not create time for all that? Ah, ah. Me, I create time for all that. Me, I like all that. Ah, I should not have said it in this message. It has entered. <laughs> but 
Are you getting what I Feed the word. Feed on the word. You are not going to turn out badly. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are not. Stay off certain things. Stay off certain people. Don't copy people who are not going in your destination. Don't get easily influenced. Don't be easily, don't be peer pressured. Are you getting me? Don't be peer pressured. The minute you stop to fellowship with the word of God daily, you are going to fall. The minute listening to the word is already getting boring to you, ha, ah, quickly take a fast and start praying. No. When you're, mm, uh, it's not, it's, ah, they're about to get you. Once you stop fellowshipping with the word of God daily, you don't have friends around you who inspire you, you are about to fall. And you are going to fall bad. It is where you go. Because it is what you do after, you know, after this meeting, we've, had, we've been hearing the word since yesterday, we are still hearing the word, we are still going to hear the word into tomorrow. You know what I'm doing with you people now? I'm creating appetite. I'm stretching you. That's what I'm doing with you in this conference. I'm stretching your appetite for the word. Stretching you. If you leave this meeting and you're not going to just go and be hearing 15 minutes message, oh, my brother and sister, you are going to bar flip. Are you getting what I'm saying? Go and feed on the word. Feed on the word. The word of God cannot fail. I don't know about you. That's why we sang that song. He's too faithful to feel. Sticking by your word. He never lets us down. Feed on the word. Read the word. Eat it. Listen to a message. Eat it. You are never going to fail. Say, I'm never going to fail. So do all of this and I tell you the truth. You will come back to me in the next 60 years and tell me thank you. Are you getting what I'm saying? These are things that we heard that made us stay where we are today. Pray always. Meditate on the word, have the right company, and feed on the word. That's all. And make sure you maintain a high honor culture. Don't speak anyhow. Are you getting what I'm saying? And you are going to fulfill God's plan on the earth. Say, I'm going to fulfill God's plan on the earth. Let's pray for ourselves. Pray for yourself. Consecrate your heart in this meeting, in this session. Repent on every way you've spoken bad against the preachers of God. Repent on any way you've despised the house of God. You've used phones. You do any house. You slept. You do. Repent. Pray. Pray for your heart. Repent this evening. Repent this evening. In this holy moment. Repent. 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 Let God speak to you. Correct your ways. You have spoken that against your church. You say your church is a small church. You say, that stupid preacher. From your mouth, stupid preacher. You say, that rubbish pastor. Repent, repent, pray. Anywhere you've been dishonorable, you've spoken against the preacher. Repent. You, you did not treat God's word as sacred. You've dishonored your parents. Repent. You've spoken bad against authorities. Repent. Repent. Repent this evening. 
Oh Lord, we repent. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, I repent, Lord Jesus. Anyway, I've spoken wrong words. I repent in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh Lord, we, 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 we consecrate our hearts to you in this session. We, we, we consecrate our hearts to you for every way we've gone wrong, every way we've not treated your work, every way we've, we've dishonored things through our mouth, we've dishonored preachers, we, we just say things loosely, we say that small thing, that this, that, that, you, we didn't think you taught serious, we didn't, we repent, Lord. We change our ways. And from today onward, we set our right to do the right thing. How we know you said in your word, you are able to keep us from falling. So it's sure for us that we will never fall. You said no one can pluck you, pluck us out of your hands. So it is sure for us that no one, nothing can happen to us. We thank you, Lord. We honor you, Jesus. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah.